Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is Stu's Days. Had a couple of, uh, couple of weeks where I was, uh, I was traveling, and Stu was too, so we, uh, we, we couldn't make the connection. But since uh, Stu is currently locked down with Stuvid, we uh, were able to, uh, we're, we're definitely able to connect with him here. He can't get away uh, or, or, we'll, or we'll track him. How you doing, Dave? Good. How are you? Good. I'm up here on the third floor of my house for uh, five or six days. Solid, solidly isolated, doing the right thing as always. Good citizen. Uh, feeling not bad, actually. Feeling not bad. And, uh, you know, some days feeling a bit better than the market, which I'm sure we'll talk about today. It's been a bit bumpier recently. Wow. It, uh, it, really, is, uh, it really is something to watch. And again, we've, we've been off for a couple of weeks. And, 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 and maybe uh, rather than trying to come up with a, with a fancy question, it's like, what the heck is going on, Stu? Well, I think it's, it's, a, it's a combination of, of some of the things that, um, that we've talked uh, recently about, maybe with a bit of uh, you know, the issues around uh, the central bank and how they're going to uh, raise interest rates and, and, um, and sell some of the bonds that are in their portfolio. You know, people are really, uh, you know, it's, and we talked like the anticipatory stress is always something that's, you know, greater yes. than, um, uh, you know, what actually might take place. So, so you've had some inflation data, you know, you had uh, the CPI a couple of weeks ago that was, uh, you know, not great, but you could start to see like the price of used cars had fallen and, and you could start to see maybe a glimmer of how that could unfold more positively. But then you've also had some wage data that's been very robust and, and you know, wage data is something that people worry about getting a little bit more entrenched. So, um, you know, while the, you know, the earnings from the first quarter were still, you know, quite strong, uh, relatively speaking, they were, they were, you know, many, many were above expectations. The, the overriding factor is what will earnings be in the future and how far will uh, central banks need to go in tightening uh, monetary policy um, and and what impact will that have on on uh, on uh, on the economy so you know against that backdrop uh, you know importantly uh, you know sentiment has really crumbled so yeah so you know the positive here is how negative sentiment is um, you know as the saying goes you know buy fear and sell cheer the problem, the problem uh, that we face right now is although, although sentiment is very negative, um, you know, we really, you know, a pathway from the central bank would be, would be quite important at kind of framing uh, the end of this uh, volatility. And, um, you know, as we've, you know, we've, you know, discussed in the past, we think volatility is likely to remain a little bit higher for an extended period of time because it's going to, it's going to take a bit of time for the Federal Reserve to frame this for us, right? Like, whether or not it's a 50 base increase or a 75 basis point increase, uh, you know, they are look quite steadfast in the idea that they are going to bring inflation under control, which ultimately is a positive thing for a long-term investor, um, but it does create uh, uh, more volatility in the short term. Yeah, and, and just uh, I, I just want to put a timestamp on, on this particular podcast because of uh, uh, tomorrow's Fed announcement. This is uh, Tuesday, May 3rd that we're taping this. And the the meeting is Wednesday, May fourth, with the Federal Reserve. So we uh, so so that Federal Reserve is is going to be coming a day after what we're talking about today. Uh, 
and and your your expectation is that they 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 go up fifty basis points and and then Stu like I, I, a lot of what I'm reading and a lot of the angst around around the Federal Reserve and what they're doing is is just the idea that if you look historically it is very very difficult for the Federal Reserve or any of the central banks around the world the Federal Reserve being the most important to engineer that soft landing so. You're looking at that high inflation. Maybe we've seen the peak. Rates are going higher. They're going to be more aggressive and tightening. They've got to stick to their guns. They've got to prove that they're they, they're 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 willing to fight inflation. So 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 what the markets are telling us right now is you've you've kind of got the recipe for a potential recession. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what people are worried about. Um, but you know, at the, at the same time, uh, you know, markets are always very forward looking. So, you know, even if they end up going uh, on, you know, more interest rate tightening than than uh, might be ideal and causing a downturn, you know, what markets will look for is some conviction that they understand how far the Fed needs to go, right? Um, it's not dissimilar to kind of getting COVID, right? On day one, you're like, oh boy, how bad's this? On day two, if it's the same, you're like, well, maybe I've seen the worst. Day three, Still the same, you're like, well, if it was going to get bad, it probably would have already happened by now. Day four, you start to feel a little bit better. It's the same thing for the Federal Reserve. Like if if it was 75 basis points and they said it was four more 75s and then that was it, then you could go and frame that, right? What markets are dealing with right now is just the uncertainty of how that might play out. Um, you know, and, and, you know, so I, you know, I think like when we sit here right today, uh, there's been a lot of discussion around about how poor sentiment is, and that could be a bullish ingredient. But I think it will take, you know, how, you know, the, the negativity and sentiment coupled with, you know, some sight line on this is how much actual interest rate tightening there will be. Um, but, you know, and again, like that is a very kind of short term uh, focus, right? Uh, um, you know, from an intermediate term standpoint, it doesn't really change. Uh, what we're doing here. But, um, you know, in the very short term, I think those are the ingredients that people are trying to to uh, work their way through. Yeah, it just comes back to always that 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 the one thing Well, I think I think people and markets don't like is uncertainty. Uh, give me the answer. Maybe it's not even the answer I like, but give me the answer because then I've got something to work with, something I can do the calculations. I can figure out what this company's worth and attach a value to it instead of having that wide range of possible outcomes, all kinds of uncertainty, then I don't know what to do. 100%. And then, and then um, you know, if we can begin to frame, you know, how, you know, even if it might take six, nine, 12 months, if you can begin to frame how the tightening cycle could mature and end, then you can go and look at businesses that might do better in the, you know, it sounds funny because it would be 18 months from now, but in the early cycle coming off of a tightening Um you know, we talked uh, on the last podcast about, you know, some of the, the big kind of U.S. investment banks and, you know, how their valuations had dropped from, you know, one and a half to 1.6 times book, closer down, in some cases, closer to book value. The things that happen early in the next cycle is, you know, right now we're not having very much capital uh, being raised because uh, spreads are widening and there's uncertainty, but that delays uh, that capital raising. It needs to be raised. Um, you know, so as, as you get, you know, some idea and buyers and sellers can agree on what the future looks like, then the capital uh, raising starts again and on goes, on goes their business. Um, you know, anytime we're looking, we're, when we're looking at any business, we're looking at them, what they earn on kind of a normalized basis, not what they're earning on the, on the here and now. 
and what they might be valued at on a normalized basis. And if you get a if you get a situation where you have earnings that are above what they might be right now and valuations that can improve relative to uh, where they sit right now, you have two sources of, of potential winnings. Uh, you know, the stock market as a whole, uh, you know, is is earnings are OK, but, uh, you know, might be a little bit pressured and valuations while they've come down. You know, I think also you would put them in the OK camp. And, and that's why we're getting more volatility, um, because there's there's these kind of two sources of uncertainty in the near term. And, and, and Stu, on, on the on the materials front, so so materials, you know, energy, uh, metals, uh, other other material, lumber, fertilizer have all been very strong, but have, but have softened up uh, o- over the last couple of weeks. I, I, I would I would guess with the, the, the concerns about, uh, you know, how much the, the, the economy is going to slow down. Is, is that helpful on the inflation front or is it too early to tell? Uh, well, it's helpful because everything is based on the rate of change. So, you know, even even looking inside of the inflation numbers, like one of the big sources of inflation was goods inflation. And, um, you know, when we look into, you know, the next 12 months, it does look like, you know, some of that will start to ease off, uh, which inevitably helps the Fed being able to then claim victory over inflation. And, um, and you know, 12 months from now, hopefully we're talking about I don't think inflation is going like negative or anything like that. So you get inflation back to uh, the low single digits and that allows the Fed to be, you know, kind of uh, focused on their dual mandate, inflation and employment. Right now, I think people yeah. are really focused uh, that uh, their focus is on inflation. Well, Stu, that's a uh, that's a great synopsis of uh, of kind of where we're at and, and why we're seeing you know, so much volatility and, 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 and really, a, you know, right across the board, some, some, some pretty challenging equity markets, uh, along with what's already been a really tough year in fixed income. Uh, so whether you're a, an, an equity or fixed income investor, so far 2022 has not had a whole lot to smile at. Uh, but, uh, you know, the real important point of, of, of looking at the potential that in, inflation may be peaking, may have already peaked, and that markets are always going to look forward. And so, and, and that's what investors have to keep an eye on. 100%, Dave. And, uh, and, and I, I think a lot of investors listening to this podcast uh, love your new raspy voice. It, uh, you sound even smarter than you, uh, than you used to. That's right. Well, I will eventually leave my third floor. That I know for sure. Kind of, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be nice to have you back because we, uh, we were supposed to be doing some traveling. So we'll, we'll, we'll miss you on the road if we, uh, if, if we can't get you out of, uh, out, out of lockdown. But uh, hopefully you'll, you'll be better next week and we'll, we'll talk to you next Tuesday, Stu. Great. Thanks, Dave. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management, Inc. for informational purposes only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.